0: Hello and welcome to Factor Magri, the climate series. In this series, I am working with Hiwaka Ekonoa Primary Sector Climate Action Partnership to discuss the pathway forward for New Zealand's most important sector, which of course is our primary industry. This partnership will support farmers and growers to protect, restore and sustain our environment to enhance our well being and that of future generations. The partnership is working together to implement a framework by 2025 to reduce agricultural greenhouse gas emissions and build the agriculture sector's resilience to climate change. Through this framework, farmers and growers will be empowered to measure, manage and reduce on-farm emissions, recognise, maintain or increase integrated sequestration on farms, and of course, adapt to a changing climate. The framework will include incentivising farmers and growers to take action through an appropriate pricing mechanism by 2025, which is in line with legislation. This work is being done to enable sustainable food and fibre production for future generations and competitiveness in international markets. New Zealand as a country is also bound by the Paris Agreement. New Zealand's target is to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 30% below 2005 levels by 2030. This target is economy-wide, covering all sectors and all greenhouse gases. Our target will be managed using an emissions budget, meaning New Zealand is responsible for the total emissions across the period 2021-2030. to In this series, we will be focusing on New Zealand's primary industry and its contribution to New Zealand's overall targets. In this episode, I talk with Hiwaka Econoa Programme Director Kelly Foster to get an overview of the programme. Let's check in with her now. Hello, Kelly. Thank you for your time today.
1: Thanks for having me, Angus. It's good to be here.
0: Please can you tell me about the work that you do in relation to the Primary Sector Climate Action Partnership?
1: Yeah, my role um, is Programme Director for Hiwaki Kanoa, the Primary Sector Climate Action Partnership. Um, and that role is really just to support the 13 partners that are part of this programme to deliver on its milestones. So while most of the uh, manpower for the program sits actually in the partner organizations, um, there is a small team of us who work across the partners to bring um, both the people together um, and the work together um, and get everyone pulling in the same direction. So that's where I fit in.
0: So this is a five-year program bringing together many stakeholders, which vary from farm-led organizations to government departments. Whilst bringing everyone together would have its unique challenges all on its own, my understanding is that everyone wants the same outcome, which is ultimately to support farmers and growers achieve certain environmental goals that enhance and future-proof our farmers and growers.
1: Yeah, that's, a, that's 100% right. Um, and so our, our mission as a, as a collective is to implement a framework by 2025 Um, That will reduce agricultural greenhouse gas emissions um, while building the sector's resilience to climate change Um, and there are are a few different components to that so so the framework um, through the framework farmers farmers and growers will be empowered to to measure to manage and reduce their emissions um, to recognise maintain and increase integrated sequestration on their farms and adapt to the climate that is changing and I guess what's really important context is that um, it, it is all um, in the context of a sustainable food and fibre production for future generations, um, and, and competitiveness in international markets. So it's about do, do everyone is on the same page that this is not a not about um, killing killing the cow. This is about right. um, you know do, doing it within the context of a profitable farming business.
0: Mm. Look, I'm really excited by this, and today we are taking a high-level look at the work streams, and from here we will start to drill down into each component moving forward. Good farm management is critical to achieving these goals. How do farm plans play a role, Kelly?
1: So in our program, um, the farm, farm planning um, is a seen as a decision support tool, so it's not, it's not the regulatory tool in, in this context of climate change. Um, and so the, the program has um, developed at the end of last year, um, we put out guidance around um, how to manage greenhouse gas emissions in your farm. And, and it's effectively a module in a farm environment plan. So it's it's a menu of options um, of things that farmers can do um, to, to mitigate and manage their greenhouse gas emissions. And the reason why um, farm planning is the right tool for that is because um, it, it is it is really well understood and rec- and well recognised that um, this isn't the only um, the only environmental issue that farmers are dealing with. So a farm plan is where you know the, the actions that um, that you're doing around to improve your environmental footprint around water or biodiversity, um, and now climate change can all be integrated into um, into one one plan of action
0: and emissions reporting is a priority how are farmers expected to get a handle on this will there be a process or formula used
1: yeah so the the reason why emissions reporting is really important is because um you need to know um what your number is um before you know how to how to manage it um and so the goals in the partnership uh, to get a um, quarter of farmers um, to know their number by the end of this year and then 100% of farmers knowing their number by the end of next year. So there are already um, some greenhouse gas emission calculators on readily available um, and there are more on the way. So, so um, industry organisations are investing in the development of calculators and you will hear a lot more about um, those calculators and the ones that are already available over the next few months um, as as our partners kind of ramp up their, their communications around this um, and the, the process that we're going through is just a bit of a sense check of those tools making sure that they are robust and credible because um, it's really important that that farmers can um, can use those tools with the confidence um, that they yeah that that they're not being um, led down the garden path or mm. snake oil salesman or anything like mm. that mm. Um, one one thing I will note, and, and we can, I guess, we'll go into this in more detail when, in, a, in, in a different podcast, is that um, there are different tools, um, and they are all modelling what's on a farm. It's not it's not direct measurement, so there's going to be some variability in that. Um, but they they are actually all drawing. What's important to us is that they're all drawing on the same methodologies. So that's what we're having. That's what we're having a good look at.
0: Mm-hmm. Another area of significance in terms of work streams, and one that is on many minds currently, um, is on-farm sequestration. In my view, farmers currently are not getting enough credit or measurable recognition for the sequestration that is happening on their farms. How will the program support farmers and growers in this area?
1: Yeah, again, you see there's really loud agreement across the programme and the programme partners that um, if we're going to to count emissions, um, then we also need to recognise the other side of the equation, which is sequestration. Um, So what this programme is doing is looking specifically at um, how you can recognise sequestration that isn't currently... Um, doesn't currently get credits under the emissions trading scheme mm. um, and you know there are some challenges it, it, it hasn't been done yet because it's difficult mm. um, so we're looking at how to overcome those challenges so how can you credibly measure it because it's important that it's that it's credible and, and robust um, and then how do you actually ma- maintain land use flexibility in that um, so if you are getting credit for something um, you know what what are the implications if you, if you want to um, remove it or Um, shifted so Mm. we're looking into all those things.
0: Mm. I've talked to lots of farmers and emissions pricing is one area that makes many farmers head spin and they find it hard to truly understand what is the program aiming to achieve here?
1: Yeah that so it's been recognized across the across the partners that pricing a pricing system does need to be part of the framework so if we could achieve our targets, and, and you may, may or may not have heard that, you know, the Climate Change Commission draft um, draft report came out, and that mm. kind of sets, sets out the next five years into how we can achieve the targets. And if we could achieve them purely on voluntary action, then you wouldn't need a price. Um, but the reality is we won't. You, we can't just put, put the information out there, um, the guidance on farm planning and, and the emissions um, emissions reporting. There actually needs something um, there to kind of really galvanise action around this. Mm. um and but it, what is also really importantly recognized in the program is that that, that price is just one part of the framework um got, that farmers do need the information they do need the support they need the new innovations um so it's all so it's all part of a of a complete um, system and, and then at the heart of it um the, the critical thing around emissions pricing is um, it's about um, driving the right change. Uh, and you know the alternative to um, Hiwake Kanoa um, was was a price on emissions at the um, process level. And um what what that meant that um, was that if you uh, compared yourself to your neighbor and and you could produce more with less emissions, you you would pay the same. And so it was it's been it's been recognised by everyone that 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 doesn't um, achieve a, it's not a good driver for change. Mm-hmm. Um so so when you go down to the farm level, um, we are working to, um, you know, develop a, a pricing system, an appropriate pricing system that recognises um, the, the good things that farmers are doing at their farm level and, and provides an incentive to do that.
0: It's really interesting because at a farmer level, it's absolutely critical that farmers understand what they're doing and have total buy-in uh, for this all to work.
1: Mm. That's that's right, and and um, that's why. The, the beauty in this program is having all all the partners working in the same pulling in the same direction mm. um, and singing from the same song sheet and there's that is the, that is the real value add of this partnership um, so we are we are collaborating on on the design of that um, pricing mechanism so that it is um, so that it is fair it does drive the right change. Mm.
0: Indeed. Kelly, also Māori agribusiness plays a significant role in this programme. What outcomes is the programme aiming to achieve for Māori farmers and interests?
1: So it's really important that the programme recognises the unique characteristics of Māori land. um, And some of those characteristics, um, you know, are to do with the the tenure of the land, um, the the Māori Land Act and what that means for for how um, landowners can use that land, their ability to draw down capital and the like. Um, it is really also important that the program recognizes um, te ao Maori and the Maori worldview um, and, and, and integrates that um, into the into the way that we do our, our design Federation of Maori authorities is a key partner on the program um, and they have developed um, a maori agribusiness program called chokaha um, and that they're drawing on on their networks to connect and bring together Maori agribusiness experts at both a farming level, a technical level and a governance level mm. um, to ensure that Māori perspective and, and understanding of Māori agribusiness is integrated through all the work that we do.
0: I know how important the views of farmers will be on this programme and for a long time on the show I've been talking about farm-led solutions or farmer input and how critical it is. For farmers listening out there, how can they have their say?
1: Yeah, 100% um, farmer input is is critical to this program. We are drawing on the farmer reference groups from across the industry partners. So, um, meeting with, meeting with them and testing policies and you know the the guidance, the greenhouse guidance and things with those groups as we go along. Um, but we we do also want um, broader farmer input. So there are a few ways um, that people can um, engage directly with us. Um, at the moment, we've got an email which is your feedback at mm-hmm. Um and you'll actually get it, you'll find a link to that through our website which is just www.hewakeekanoa.nz You can also there sign up to our um, stakeholder emails and then just get regular updates and then you'll kind of know um, what to feed back on. Another good way to input into the program is through your engagement with your, with your industry reps so um, Beef and Lamb, Dairy NZ, Federation of Maori Authorities you know, in, any one of those guys with, with people on the ground um, you can talk directly to them We'll be also building on additional ways to, to, to make it easy to get feedback and, and we'll update our website as we do that
0: Kelly, uh, thank you very much for your time today and I look forward to talking with you again soon Thanks Angus Thank you to Kelly for joining me on the show This program brings together 13 organisations ranging from farmers and industry through to government departments and all singing from the same hymn sheet I believe in this program It is designed to truly help farmers and growers continue the great work they have done in recent times. Whether we like it or not, we are bound by the Paris Agreement to achieve set targets, and for our farmers and growers, Hiwaka Econoas Framework will support this change. The partnership will provide farmers and growers with a toolkit over the next five years, which include guidance on how to measure, manage and reduce emissions, Farm plans that show the steps being taken to manage emissions. A system for measuring and reporting on emissions. A mechanism for pricing as an incentive to take action in regard to emissions. Guidance on maintaining or increasing sequestration, that is, long-term carbon storage. An example of this is trees or soil. And guidance on adapting to a changing climate. Farmers, to have your say. Talk to your industry representative or email your thoughts directly to yourfeedback at hiwakaekanoa.nz. In the coming episodes, I will start to delve into the various work streams of the programme and I will be talking with representatives from each of the organisations involved. Thank you for listening and catch you next time on Factor Magri.